Welcome to an episode of the podcast Art Insiders New York. My name is Anders Holst. The theme of the podcast is New York with a focus on behind-the-scenes conversations with fascinating people who are making an impact in the world of art, design and architecture. Today we find ourselves in a construction site at the Church Missions House, a historic building and registered landmark in New York City on Park Avenue South. It's here, Fotografiska New York, a museum of contemporary photography based in Stockholm's Artsy Södermalm, will open its doors in 2019. Since the inauguration of the very successful Fotografiska in Stockholm in 2010, the museum has exhibited works from artists such as Anne Leibovitz and David LaChapelle. The driving force behind Fotografiska is a duo, two brothers, Jan and Per Bruman. And today we have the great pleasure of meeting Jan Bruman in the middle of what will be the future Fotografiska New York. Very welcome, Jan. Thank you, and welcome to Fotografiska here in New York. Thank you so much. It's this, actually the second time I'm here. I was here in in the early spring and saw how the construction was going on. It's a pretty um, thorough renovation of this building. It is. It's a building which were finished 1894. So it's sort of it's a a lot of reinforcements has to be done to the building because it uh, it was in quite bad shape. Yeah, and we know that from the beginning. So it's sort of still what we believed it should be like. But it's uh, when you're a sort of an entrepreneur and uh, and a doer, you really want to see progress. And still, we don't see really any progress. It's just <laughs> a lot of demolition going on. Well, you have to you have to create a great base in order to yeah, build exactly. it uh, to exactly. build it on, uh, to the top, I guess. So, from Södermalm to Flat Iron District in New York, how do you feel? Fantastic, of course. It's uh, when we were when we opened up the doors in in Stockholm 2010. It was just sort of the the focus was to of course to make uh, photography in Stockholm the best meeting place for photography in the world, and then uh, when then that was done, try to establish ourselves in New York, London, and Shanghai. So, um, and now we're sitting here in New York and we are on our way. And we're also on our way in London. Uh, so, it's, uh, it, it, we're making progress. And Shanghai, you wait with that a little we bit. We wait that for a little bit, but it's, uh, I hope it will come. <laughs> Fascinating. So, tell our listeners about Fotografiska New York. What, what is the concept? What are we going to see here when it's finished? Uh, you will find a, a space for photography, which is uh, very including atmosphere. It is a space which is open from nine in the morning to midnight at, at the earliest and uh, during weekends probably to two o'clock or something. So it, it is a place where you will find the best photographers, uh, the photographers you didn't know exist and, uh, and uh, of course also food and beverage experiences and uh, the retail, the bookstore and so on. So it, it is a full concept where you will be able to spend a lot of hours together with us and uh, learn more about photography, learn more about art, and of course then also use our facilities when it comes to the food and beverage to sort of continue the conversation we started in the exhibition spaces. So you basically have the entire building to yeah. yourself. Yes. So go through with me. The, the, so the ground floor is going to be... That's a retail and a mm -hmm. reception and, and an entrance to the museum, and then there, there will be a cafe and a wine bar. Oh. So it will change sort of mood during day. It will be more of a cafe, a breakfast area, lunch area, and then it will turn into more of a wine bar in the evening. And then the small church next door on 277 is our cocktail bar. Mm -hmm. And uh, then on the second floor you will find a restaurant. And uh, and then three, four, five is the exhibition spaces. And yeah. then on the 
Sixth floor will be our event space, our speakeasy, music sessions, activations. Hmm. I see there's beautiful windows on every floor here. Now, one critical element you told me the last time I was here is to control the light. Absolutely. When it comes to photography. So basically, what are you going to do with the big, wonderful windows? You're going to close them up or you're going to... Uh, three, four, five, they will be closed uh -huh. on uh, every, every other floor, which is more sort of uh, other kind of things than exhibitions. I see. That will be, of course, these beautiful windows will be explored and we are also... There is a fantastic story on the second floor because that's, there is a huge, um, old, beautiful, churchy style window, mm. which hasn't been seen for so long because it has been in a room in before, uh, sitting uh, in front of it. Yeah. So we haven't seen that window for many, 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 many years. Yeah. So that window was taken down yesterday because we will have an elevator over there. Okay. And now it's uh, uh, sent to the restoration and now they will get it back into its glory, well. uh, which were sort of 1894. And uh, that one will be placed as a very central piece in the restaurant as a divide between two two spaces in the restaurant. I see. So it won't be an actual window because that place no. is taken by the elevator, yeah, you will, will, yeah, but you exactly. will keep it. So uh, in essence, you're doing a cultural uh, effort here to, to really, because this, this is a landmark building. The, this, this is an exterior landmark building, separate landmark building. And uh, we will do a lot of work on the exterior and it will be lit in a beautiful way. Yeah. So it, it will, uh, the building will come alive from the outside in a totally different way yeah. than it ever had been. Will it be lit up also on the outside? Yeah. The building, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an amazing building. Everybody yeah. who's listening to this should go and, yeah. and see it. Uh, so the restaurant, um, what is the concept? It will be an, um, most likely a European brasserie feeling mm. of it yeah. uh, with, a, with a mixture of different uh, European cuisine in sort of an American way. I see. Many Swedish companies that come to New York, they work from outside the system trying to establish themselves. You have chosen a different strategy. You are working with partners that are already established here in New York. Can you tell me a little bit about the partners and what is their role? Yeah, we, we teamed up very early with uh, Abbey Rosen, which is a big uh, real estate and uh, sort of a very important guy in the culture sector here in New York, a big art lover, big art collector. And uh, uh, Abe is is helping us to do the project. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he's a he's he's a he's an investor together together with us, and his team is also then making everything when it comes to the outfit of the building, uh, to ha handling all the construction and everything. Yeah. So we have really really the best people on board to help us to make sure that we are doing the renovation in the right way. Yeah, so he owns the building and, and, and Fotografiska is sort of technically a tenant. Yeah. Yeah, which is actually a very good thing because uh, many times if you have a restaurant in New York, you go out of business because the landlord will increase the rent, but here you have a partnership. Yeah, we have a very long lease. <laughs> That's wonderful. And, and then you have investors, of course, yeah. people who come in and Yeah, support. so AB is one of them, and then we yeah. have a big uh, investor here in, in New York from Germany. Yeah. And then we have some more local people, Jeffrey Newman, which is my sort of um, uh, general partner in the project. Mm -hmm. uh, he's also an investor into the project. When will it be inaugurated? When, what, what is the date you're aiming for? Uh, we are saying spring still, okay. but, but uh, I hope we will be able to open up our door in May. Okay. Mm. May of next year, and are, so um, you. So, what are, what are you planning for the 
first exhibition that you're going to open up with? We're always trying to find a good mixture of different sort of kind of photography. So you will see the sort of the everything from from fashion to to documentary photography mm -hmm. and everything in between. So it's a it is a it's a mixture of uh, of the program. So I, I think we have four different exhibitions okay. on the opening. And how is this? So is there a committee that convene and then they talk about it? Because you have to plan this well ahead. I mean, this Absolutely. is years in the planning, right? Uh, it's not years. We're trying to be faster than that because if we are sort of getting into schedule, which is uh, for two or three years, then we are then then we won't be relevant anymore. You have to be the, the lead time for exhibition has to be shorter, so you are had a possibility to be relevant in the conversation of the society today. Yeah. Uh, so we are trying to be sort of six eight months planned. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it is starting the opening schedule here now starting to be set in stone. But it's a, it is still some work to be done. I see. But and the, and what you're going to open with is still a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as it should be. Mm -hmm. Now, Fotografiska uh, New York is not a museum in the traditional sense of the word. I'm a big fan of what the traditional museums are doing, and, uh, but we are not a collecting museum. Mm -hmm. We have a collection, but it's not our, that's not our purpose. Yeah. Our purpose is to inspire a more conscious world. And, yeah. so, and we are doing that uh, with the photography, and we are doing that in a lot of other ways. Yeah. And um, so for us, that is much more important to so be a generator of conversations and to be a part of the of, of the city or the society and try to make impact and yeah. try to make change so we have a sort of a different angle of what we are yeah and that means that we don't really fit in anywhere we are not the traditional museum and we're not the selling gallery and we are not an art space we are something in between so it's a, we are photographs come more or less well it seems like you 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 view yourself as a sort of a catalyst for yeah. change in yeah. a positive way and i was i have to say i was very impressed when i read on your website here for us creating share value is a big part of why yeah. it's the carrier of history and the key to our future and you talk about values like sustainability innovation inspiration and inclusion mm -hmm. and what i draw from that uh, the conclusion i draw from that was that the, so the museum is an uh, mean to an end. The museum is not the end, really. The, the, what, what you're creating is what happens before, under, and after mm -hmm. people have this experience. That's a brilliant way of positioning yourself. That's a good, it's a brilliant explanation of, of, of what we do, so thank you for that. Well, I, I, I read it and I thought to myself, this is very interesting, so yeah. it's, not, it's not a... a no, we, we, we are sort of, I think, yeah, we, in this time, and maybe has always been a need for these kind of places where we can use art and, and for us photography in a way to make change yeah. and really start up conversation and really give people something else than yeah. they expect to, to, to sort of conversate around. Yeah. Um, that is, a, of course, a beautiful thing. You want to be part of that. And so, yeah. yeah. I saw also that you have other partners. Now you mm -hmm. have partners that support the concept itself, mm -hmm. but you also have other companies, yeah. organizations. So what do they do for you? Uh, we have a fantastic relationship with SCT in Sweden. I think at the moment that's where we are doing most good together with a corporate partner. It is, uh, we, we are on a three-year mission together to sort of get people to understand the, the need of hygiene. Mm -hmm. uh, hygiene today is the, the, the thing which kills most people in the world. Yeah. And uh, we, don't re we take it for granted in our part of the world. 
And um, but, so we are, we are on a mission together to sort of do free exhibitions around hygiene and um, the one uh, um, in Stockholm now, which is up and running, is sort of the first one was a, was in the Western world, and now we're on the on, on sort of on the more not that developed countries and looking at hygiene in their world. I see. And then we're also talking about resistant bacteria and so on because that that is a problem we will face. We are facing it already, but we haven't really recognized how big that problem will be for us wow. in the future. And to be able to create conversation with a company which is so devoted into that area, yeah. that is uh, for us an, a blessing. I see. So, so these companies or organizations, they come to you because they would like to promote a certain kind of conversation that fits into your values. Is that how yeah, you Yeah, sort of, I, I would say it, it is, of course they could come to us and, and pitch something to us. But, but I think we are more looking into companies which can help us to raise the questions. I see. And trying to find ways to cooperate with them. I see. Yeah. So the vision behind this is to create conversations uh, that are essential. So does that mean that you will also have lecture series and, and, and conferences and, and things like that? Absolutely. And that is, that, that is something which is beyond this building. Yeah. It has to be bigger than the building. The building is just a small space in New York, and this kind of conversation has to take place everywhere when yeah. we are sort of launching a project. Yeah. And we are sort of, uh, we will launch a fantastic project around motherhood when we open up here in New York, and mm -hmm. that is a conversation we start up with one of the big magazines here in the, in the city, so that, it, that, mm. that will take place everywhere and really, hopefully, uh, bring some light on the issues which is around motherhood and what that means. To, to, the, to the couples. It's very interesting. Mm. What have you learned about doing business in New York when you've been involved in this project? What are, what are the, the experiences that you've had? I mean, <laughs> you've, you have your scars to prove it, I guess. Yeah, it's, it, is, um, it is an amazing city in many ways. There is a sort of an, there, there is a, there's a noise in this city which you really doesn't, experience anywhere else there's such a there's so much things going on in this city and um, it's a very complicated city to do things in there's um, so many stakeholders everywhere whatever you try to do and there is uh, so many permissions and there and that means that everything in this city getting too expensive yeah it is a very very expensive city uh, but it's um, I, I love it it's uh, mm. it is it is, a, it is a place where you really can do things. There's a lot of fantastic, bright people in the city mm. uh, which can make things happen. And when we get things happen, then we will make change, hopefully. Yeah. Mm. So what do you think will be the, the, the most important success factors for you? Is this something that you, keeps you up at night? Do you think about it? Uh, I think we have, we have been working on the concept for, for three years now, sort of trying to fine-tune everything so yeah. it will work on a global basis. Yeah. So that, that means that our platforms, which we are sort of acting out of, uh, the value platform, the, the, uh, the vision platform, yeah. the, the brand platform, everything is very solid today. So, um, so I'm, I'm not awake at night trying to figure out what to do. I, I think we, of course, you don't know what it is, but you know what it should be. Yeah. And that, that makes it so much easier to find sort of the right people to work with. Yeah. What I find so interesting with this is that it's, it's very um, uh, bold. In essence, when you see the building, everything fits in, but there are bi different businesses. I mean, there yeah. you have the exhibition, and you have the conference, and you have the restaurants. Mm. 
and everybody who has and read. retail and education and, and reta- blah blah blah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going so, on. So there's a lot of different uh, business. I mean, if you if you read Anthony Bourdain's uh, Kitchen Confidential, you know that starting a restaurant in New York mm. is not so easy. No. But maybe because you tie it in, you in integrate it to an integrated experience for people. Maybe that's one part of, of uh, important success factor. In your mind, why was Stockholm such a, such a success when you now look back at it? That was eight years ago. You can't really say it was this or that. It, it is sort of the full concept, make it into a success. And, um, and also I think we're, we are doing the best exhibitions in the world and it's really that is what it's all about, mm. to make sort of the best exhibitions, you know, work with the best photographers, mo- work with the most talented one, yeah. and uh, make beautiful exhibitions uh, mm. which people want to see. And uh, if you are able to, that, to do that, then uh, I wouldn't say it's easy, nothing is easy, it's always a fire going on somewhere. Uh, <laughs> because we are, as you say, we are working in a lot of different fields and a lot of different areas. So, so it's always a fire somewhere. But, it, but it, that, that is what makes it, makes it interesting also to be part of. Yeah. yeah. It seems also that there is a, um, a renaissance of photography in the digital world that we live in. One might have the, the hypothesis that photography would go down because you can see it on the screen so much. I mean, you have access to that medium in a different way. Mm-hmm. But it seems like photography in the last 15, 20 years have actually grown exponentially, at least that's the feeling that I get. Yeah, I think the photography is a language of the future. It's sort of a language everyone is using today. And our youngsters is so much better into photography than we were because they have full access. There's no limitations in the way they can communicate because they have always the camera with them. Yeah. And they use that one to communicate. It's, uh, they're using it more than the words. So it's really a new language which we, we, we are using. But I, I don't think that that doesn't make it sort of into somebody going and seeing an exhibition. Yeah. That is something else. So the, the, uh, the photography, and you, you see it everywhere, but then to get into a real good art experience, what, whatever kind of art it is, yeah. is something else that sort yeah. of a, that creates a, another kind of conversation. Yeah. And you normally do it together with a friend or family or loved one, yeah. which means that it's a, sort of a total different thing than just looking at the screen and looking at sort of day-to-day conversations and, and communication. Yeah. And I also think that photography has becoming a very democratic tool. When it was film and, and it was analog, it, was, it wasn't that democratic because it was quite costly. Yeah. And uh, you could see almost Everyone, uh, all ordinary people, which were not into photography as sort of a, 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 a professional profession, uh, you could see their sort of summer holiday. You could see the the Christmas break. You can see the the Easter, and then you could see another uh, summer holiday on the same roll of film because you didn't use that much film. You were taking one, two, three, four, five images on your on your summer holiday. And then, so everything could fit into the same film in the past. Yeah. But today, when we're ca- ca- coming back from a summer holiday, we have, I don't know, 1,000 images <laughs> with us or something. And too many. Too many. So it's, so it's overwhelming. In, in, so we, we, we can't really use it because it's too much now. How do you address the fact that, what you just mentioned here, that now we have uh, millions and millions of photographers? Mm. Is there some way that they can have a role here at Fotografiska? Yeah. Do you have like a mass... Um, uh, how should I say it? Like you can open up the, 
the, the, the, the pipes here yeah. to... I don't, I don't know if we can do it in the building or not. We will see. Mm -hmm. it, it, I, I would say we are also in a, sort of in an interesting period of time when it comes to the new sort of uh, artificial reality, VR experiences and so on. So, so we will see what that kind of platform will provide us with what kind of technology we could use to sort of get people more included in also the, the content creation. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I would say at the moment, I can't really see how that could happen in the building, mm -hmm. sort of printed, but because it's, um, it has to be something else yeah. when you're sort of inviting everyone to be part of it yeah. uh, than prints on the wall, because that, that is such a limited numbers of yeah. running feet of a space. So we need to create a bigger space then. Yeah, maybe it could be a giant screen where people can see, that's my photo, I yeah. took that photo, yeah. that's my photo. It actually selected my photo. You know, they have this at, uh, on, on New York One, you yeah. can send in photos of yeah. New York, and, yeah. uh, and they take their, all the rights, of course, but uh, it's a fun thing to do. Yeah. And I, I'm not a big fan of people who is inviting people to send in images <laughs> and then steal their, uh, their rights to it. But, but that's fun. What is your strategy to be an attractive partner to younger people, not so established artists? Our space is quite limited, as we said, in, in sort of in, in square feet. Uh, so I think uh, we, are, we will be a platform for that, but it's very limited numbers of photographers which can be exhibited here as talent, of course. But yeah. we, we just launched a new exhibition concept in Stockholm, where, which is called Talent, and that is sort of trying to find ways to make a, an... Um, group show of talents, yeah. and that, that concept will be uh, hopefully a platform for mm. younger photographers which isn't established. Uh, but also here in New York we have created smaller exhibition spaces than we have in Stockholm, so we will be able to work with not established photographers. Because in Stockholm, if you're going to exhibit with us in Stockholm, you have to have 30 really good pieces, and yeah. th that means that you're 35 or 40 years old and you have been in the business for very long, because that, that is a lot of images. Yeah. And uh, young talent doesn't have it. No. Uh, so we, we need smaller spaces to be able to cope with that. It's you and your brother. Hmm? That's it. Can you describe the dynamics between you and him? Why is one plus one all of a sudden three, and not one and a half? I think when, when we started the project, it was really, we were, we were sort of, we had never worked before. To, we started the business together in 2006, and this project started in 2007. And we had never done business together before. Mm -hmm. So for us, it was also a process of getting to know each other. Okay. Because it's five years between us, and we really didn't have that much in common. So what was your back? What is your background? I, I'm coming from sales and marketing. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm sort of, I've been working with big brands for... 25 years. Okay, uh, I see. And my brother comes from communication, but he has also been a photographer for 15 years. I see. So, so he comes much more. Uh, I worked in the darkroom for eight years, so I also have a sort of photography background. But but it's uh, I went into sales and marketing very early. Yeah. And um, so in your family, your parents were they into artistic endeavors? Yeah, our father was a darkroom manager, so he I was. See. So he was. Uh, we had a darkroom at home in the in the basement, so we we were lucky. We could sort of take our photos and go down to that yeah. holy grail in the basement <laughs> and really make prints, uh, which is an extraordinary experience to be in the darkroom and be able to print your images. That is, an, uh, that is uh, a magic experience. 
I know, my father did exactly the same thing and he put up them on the ceramic walls in mm. the shower, put them up to dry. It yeah. was incredible to see. So I, th I think the dynamic between us was that we, we found out very fast that we really understood what the other one was thinking about and to be able to sort of be a complement to each other. I see. And, uh, but then since 2011 or 2012, we haven't really worked that close to each other. We have always been sort of in different part of the company. So you and your brother, you grow up in this home where you have the dark room in the basement, and then you get to know each other on a professional level. Yeah. Why is this collaboration then so successful? Have you thought about that? I think what we always try to do is try to find really good people to work with. Mm -hmm. Always try to find the best ones mm -hmm. to work with and really try to give them, give them the space mm -hmm. to do their thing because we're working with them because they're the best. Yeah. We're not, uh, we, I'm not better than they are, so they are the yeah. ones who should make the decisions and really make uh, whatever we are trying to do. Yeah. And I think that is, uh, we have always been very sort of brave mm -hmm. when it comes to make cooperation with others, yeah. uh, which really enhance what we do. Yeah. yeah. What is your personal favorites among photographers, if you can talk about that? Do you have any bias in any way? My favorite photographers, uh, there's, there's a lot of them, but if I have to choose one, I will say Sarah Moon, most likely, mm -hmm. um, because of her sort of, there's so many secrets, there's so much storytelling, there's so much passion, there is so much romance hmm. in her images and uh, she, she, her fashion photography is something totally different to anything else hmm. and her videos are just unbelievable. Uh, so I think Sarah will be my favorite then. Oh. And will she be here? Yeah, Sarah will come at one day, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Very secretive here about mm -hmm. what's going to happen. In your line of work, what, what inspires you most? Is it the, 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 the love for the art or is it the love for the creation of something? Uh, or is it both? I think it has to be a mixture of everything. But um, I'm a, I love meetings. I love to meet bright people. And mm. I really love to sit in conversations about different problems or topics or whatever it could be yeah. to solve things. And um, I think that is my biggest driver. Yeah. And then on top of that, I'm, I'm meeting the best photographers of the world and, and really getting things out of that. And we are, I'm not involved in sort of doing the exhibition, so I'm not part of that sort of process anymore. But, but it's uh, to, to, come on a, on a, to come to Stockholm on, on a Thursday after, uh, morning when the, when the opening is at night and uh, go through the exhibitions when it's not really 100% done yet. Yeah. And just uh, be there on your own and see it and just, oh. that, is a, that is a kick. You seem like you live in, in the best of two worlds then. You create yeah. something and then it's a bonus. You, you get to hang out with the world's best photographers. Yeah, so it's not yeah, a bad gig. No, it's a, what do you it, think it, of it, Jan? No, 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 it's a fantastic gig. <laughs> Fotografiska London, maybe we should talk a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. uh, that is a different uh, building, though, I saw. Totally different. Yeah. Yeah, it's a brutal building. Ah. Yeah. So it's... Uh, in Whitechapel. So in Whitechapel, in... yeah. So it's in... Uh, uh, London is such a... It's a, such a big area. It's not like Manhattan at all. It's so... It's high density, but not like Manhattan is crazy dense. Yeah. But London is crazy big. Yeah. And so the transportation is always a problem. 
And, um, but Whitechapel is such an interesting area. It's, uh, somebody t told me that there's 10,000 artists which has their studios in that area now. I see. Uh, you have the new tech, you have the new fashion, you have sort of everything which is sort of energy hmm. that is in a uh, big part of what uh, Whitechapel is today. Uh, when we were starting on this project, what was it, two, two and a half years ago or something? Mm -hmm. Then the area around our building was sort of on its way, but it wasn't there yet. Yeah. But today, when you come there, it's alive. It's uh, yeah, that's there's new buildings coming up, coming up everywhere. I see. And uh, so it's very, very, very cool area to be in. So you were ahead of the curve. I think we were sort of we we were tagging along with the curve. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we could see it will happen. Everyone was talking about it. Yeah. And uh, you can see on the plans and so on that that it will happen. And uh, we also wanted a really really big space in London. I see. That is not possible in Manhattan. That's just face it. It will never happen. We will never be able to have that kind of size of space yeah. as we can in London. So. Uh, together with the sort of the white chapels, what we could see that would happen to that area, and and that we really wanted to have a big space, yeah. and we found that in White Chapel in the perfect location, just next to the subway, mm. it was just okay. This is ours. And who's the architect? Uh, we're working with uh, with the local team and mm. uh, and the team from Sweden in London. I yeah. see. Mm. So you spend your time then equally Stockholm, New York, London, or is it New York? London, or how does uh, this work? I don't know. Um, uh, you should ask my wife. Uh, <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I'm spending a lot of time here in New York at the moment because uh -huh. the opening here in New York is earlier than the one in, in, in London. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably spend one third of my time here and one uh, third of my time in Stockholm, London, and then one third everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. You would imagine that Stockholm is a piano that plays itself, but no, that uh, will never happen. Of course, <laughs> it's too it's it's the, the it's too much things going on, so that it, that will never happen. Yeah. And also, a company always has sort of to be part of whatever happens in the in the society, and so you always have to adjust your business. You yeah. can't you can't sit still and just watch the others run. You have to run yourself also all the time. So you have to be always on top of what you do. And the restaurant in Stockholm, you told me the last time I was here, that it had gotten some kind of an award, a museum restaurant award. Yeah. Was it last year? Yeah, I think so. We won the best museum restaurant in the world uh, on the leading culture destination award ceremony. Mm. And uh, it's also been prized two times, I think, wow. as the best restaurant in Stockholm okay. in the middle class segment. And then I heard, I haven't seen it, I haven't had time to look at it, I heard that we won some prize yesterday also on the restaurant gala in Stockholm. So I don't know what that, I don't know what, what what it was. So who will be the chef here? Do you have chefs? Yeah, we have chefs. Yeah, oh. but it's not uh, official yet. Okay. Mm. So on the horizon, Shanghai, but that's in. Yeah, the... we will see when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I love Shanghai. I really enjoy the city. I'm really yeah. enjoying what is happening there. Yeah. And. Um, I could see Fotografska could fit very well into what's happening in Shanghai at the moment. Yeah. And um, I would love to do something there. And uh, I think we are sort of close to get, get it ha to happen. But uh, it's so still far, far away to be sort of a building where we can open up a door and let people in. Yeah. Mm. For me, China has used art to tell their stories in the history. Not as we have done to make it sort of a, of a more of a tool to get inspired or get relaxed or whatever we use art for. Yeah. So they have used art much more for 
telling their story still. Yeah. And uh, but we, we have seen the last 10 years or so, 15 maybe, an explosion of Chinese contemporary art, of course. Yeah. But but I think it's still to very sort of limited numbers of the Chinese market. Mm -hmm. And uh, but but it's I I don't know the numbers, but it's probably a huge market, of course. Yeah. As everything else, when you're over a billion people. Well, it could be a nice uh, next step for you when you uh, have New York up and running and London up and running, and you don't have anything to do. Then, yeah, you, yeah, could, exactly. then you can move to China. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's, that's exactly. a great thing. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think the the concept of Photographska will fit in very well into the Chinese, especially the Shanghai. Yeah. Uh, sort of how how they want to be entertained and how they want to be relaxed. Yeah. So uh, you may wonder the logo, which is sort of an interesting combination of the letter and also, in my view, a lens. And uh, it has a very nice, I think the logo really connects with what you're doing. You yeah. Know? yeah, I think it has been very important for us. Jonas and Ida, which helped us out with that one, which is still doing everything, which is our profile when it comes to graphic. Yeah. Uh, uh, they came with sort of an idea which we really didn't understand first. On the, we had a very weird meeting where they were presenting sort of the first outline, what the logotype could be like. Yeah. And uh, I think if you ask them, they will probably just say we didn't understand the meeting at all, and we left the meeting without saying anything almost. And then we went to New York and we were just we told them just that we will get back. And yeah. then we were sitting here in New York and, and it was really looking into all the details they were sort of working on. Yeah. And uh, then we just called them and said, this will be fantastic. Just go on. When we're back in Stockholm, we really want to see the next step of this. We went from there. That's wonderful how, mm. how that works, you know, that you, you don't understand each other in the beginning. And then after you've been, I guess, digesting the mm. ideas, you say that this is absolutely right. Because mm. this is something you feel. Yeah. In your heart. This Absolutely. This is not yeah. an uh, analytical process. No, no, like, no, no. Uh, and I think what, in the first meeting, there were so many elements, we couldn't really get it together. Yeah. Uh, as you say, it's a complicated uh, symbol. Yeah. And there's a lot of things in there. And, um, and it, 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 it was very far away from what it become. But, it, but uh, if you're looking at the first things they presented to us, you can see what it is today. So, it, 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 so the relationship is really clear today. Yeah. But at that moment, we couldn't really figure out what, it, what they were, where they were going. I see. Uh, but then when we had time and really looked look into it, it could, we could see it, there is something there. So what was their overall uh, take on Fotografiska? We didn't write anything about what that could be. So uh -huh. we, we were talking much more about that there's a, this young, more um, sort of included including space for art and photography and uh, we wanted to sort of of course have a uh, the name photographska should uh, should of course be very easy to read yeah. but then we wanted to have some kind of symbol where we which we can use in a lot of different ways yeah and we use it sort of everywhere yeah in all communication in the building external communication and so on so it's really it's a playful symbol which we can use in a lot of different ways yeah and um, and also Jonas and Ida which is very sort of strict in how they do things normally they are also now 
they have learned during these years that you can be playful yeah. with something which is very, very serious because the, the symbol is very serious for the company. But you can be playful with that one also. Yeah, I guess it would lend itself very well to animation. Yeah. I mean, it can, it can move. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. And there's around. a lot of good animation, animation here in New York now, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but but, uh, but the, I think what the, the pitch was from us was just that we will exhibit the best photographers in the world. We will exhibit the stars. Yeah. So in the center of the of the symbol, you have this this big star, yeah. which is also sort of the flash from the uh, from the from the studio, and it could also be the shutter. And there's yeah. there's, there's a lot of things you can read into that. No, and then and also, also in, in the corner of the F, you have uh, uh, on our first investment deck, we had an image of David LaChapelle yeah. uh, on Amanda Lepore, and that was shot by David on a four by five, I think. And so the corner of the of the negative is the corner of the F. So I see. Yeah. Very smart. Mm -hmm. uh, it's important to have all the components in place. Here is an example of where the values is actually, you know, as you said, the, the values is the reason why. Mm -hmm. So they're very. It's very interesting because if you have that very clearly articulated, everything else falls into place. Yeah, I think when, when, we, when we were realizing that we will succeed with our expansions, we have to sort of <laughs> create the tools to transfer the culture. Yeah. And I think that's, that, that is the most complicated thing to transfer, is the culture of what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, it is easy to, to sort of make exhibitions. It's, it is quite easy to, to cook food and so on. Yeah. But to get everything together, sort of with... Uh, with all the values and, and the vision and the culture of the company, that is the most complicated thing. So what we did was that we were sort of starting internally because we, we, need to read a, we, we needed also to create a manual how to do this. Yeah. So we started inside the company and we were sort of going through every department, a lot of interviews, and then sort of we, we found the vision and the values from inside operation. I see. So it was nothing done on a on a, a island in uh, in the Caribbean with a lot of rum. <laughs> it, it, it was really coming from the from the operation. Yeah, and, uh, it, and it wasn't top down. No, it no, was no, no, inside no. It, it, out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, I think that that is for me. That's my strongest tool now when we're sort of open up in more spaces. Yeah, that we can we can we can teach people what it what it is all about. Yeah. It's like IKEA. I think, mm. believe they have the same mm. very clearly sort of value-driven okay. corporate culture. I, I would assume. Yeah, I would assume to, so too. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know, but, uh, but well. they must have, I think, because they're so successful. That is, that is a very important tool when you're sort of expanding what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Is there a question I haven't asked you that I should have asked I, you? I think you have asked a bunch of good questions. <laughs> So this has been uh, a lesson in entrepreneurship and in uh, management and in strategy and in the art, in the love for art. Jan, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. To hang out here in the middle of a construction site yeah. uh, in the Church Missions House in New York. Thank, thank you, you, Jan. Thank you. This is Art Insiders New York, and my name is Anders Holst. Thank you for listening, and be sure to visit artinsidersnewyork.com to join the conversation. If you enjoyed this episode of Art Insiders New York podcast, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you. This episode was produced by UOM LLC, copyright 2019.